Welcome to the <laughs> fuck. They don't fuck me up. The goddamn fuck it. dog. We're doing a live goddamn dog. Podcast, the podcast <laughs> we discuss all things horror. I'm your host, Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. Dude, I'm Jorge. We tried something new. What the a fuck? Dog, a dog came out of nowhere. It said hello. Fuck you very much. I'm in your podcast. We're here. We're doing a live. Shit happens. Dude, I just I loved that the whole lead up to that. You could just see the stress on Mike's face. Like, oh, dude, I'm gonna fuck this up. Like, dude, you could just yeah, you could see the concern on his face. Like, I was oh, like, shit, we didn't practice well. this. We didn't. We didn't plan for this. No, no. Dude, I'm using this fucking uh, <laughs> console that might as well be powered by gigawatts. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All I know is that I can do this now. Garbage day. Of all the people to give the power to, why? That's why did we give Dylan? it to Dylan. That's just one no button. I have a, that's just it. one of the millions of buttons. I have, I have 15 more buttons to go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, wait, wait. Did you put the shame bell on there, though? <gasps> no, but that oh. can be added. That can oh, be added. Oh, it's going to be fucking added. Don't worry. The shame bell. Don't worry. I'll ring it on myself. <laughs> I, just, Don't I, worry. I just shot myself in the foot. I could already see uh, So, yeah, we're going to have fucking soundtracks now because you just when our show couldn't get any, any more obnoxious. Fools. <laughs> perilous fools. <laughs> hubris. Who allowed us to buy this technology? <laughs> hubris. <laughs> Such hubris. Yeah. Oh man, but um, welcome to the show. We're back. It's yeah. another week. We weren't there last week. Some shit happened. We had some. We had. We were busy boys. Dylan. Yes, we went were to busy. the goddamn mountains. Yeah, where he became a goth co- cowboy. I didn't become. I showed up on I've the wrong been. day. I've been. Okay, this is just. <laughs> uh, I recently had the financial uh, capital injection to uh, bring the ensemble together, but it is a hit for sure. I. I would say that you have a bright future ahead of you of being a DJ based solely on your outfit. Yeah, you know. It's uh it's pretty top notch. Yeah. Fucking marshmallow can do it. Why can't I? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding DJ um, Dylan about to take over. <laughs> DJ Dylan. I'm just gonna get it's drunk all cough syrup. All right, this next one's a hit. <laughs> um but no, we got fun. We got some fun stuff planned. You know, we George picked some movies for us to watch and review. And I think the first movie we'll we'll get into it a little bit later. But um, I called him within the first five minutes. I think I called everyone in the first five minutes. Did, I was like you? frantically calling everyone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, you did do that. Um, you hit us all up, and I was like, "Damn, this movie must be a heater." Yeah, for real. <laughs> it, it definitely, it definitely was. I haven't watched it in a while. And like, even at the beginning, I was like, oh, oh, shit. I, <laughs> I, thought, I, like, I thought George oh, was going to uh, say right he didn't watch gate. it. <laughs> but before we get into that, I did want to take some time because over what was like two weeks ago, the, you know, Dylan didn't come with us because he's out. Of, I think he were out of town that weekend. You were, you were in New York. I was in New York. Yeah. Um, me, Jorge and Pat and some other people went to a haunted trail. You guys remember that? Sir you guys not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moved over to did, Sir Henry's. Channel. I don't even remember. It's like, did did we even have an episode like after? <laughs> no, we did after Sir Henry's. Like, I'm um, just like, I don't even know where we're at anymore. What is we both, time? Yeah, no, we had a lot of fun. Uh, thank you, people over there at Sir Henry's, for you know allowing us to come and hang out and 
um, do your haunt. We had a fucking fantastic time. The sheet goes uh, had a fan. Oh yeah, George put on the sheet ghost, and and like within five minutes, someone was like, "Is that the HJ sheet ghost?" Oh yeah, <laughs> and we we're like, "Holy shit!" Oh yeah, um, which is just crazy in itself because you literally had that account for maybe like a week and a less, half, less than a that, week at the time. Um, it was like less than a week, but um, it was really fun. I mean, the guy like um, I loved it. I thought the trail, specifically the one, I can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head um but the one where we were in the woods for like a good five minutes i was like I mean, what the fuck fun. i thought we were just like aimlessly walking into the middle of nowhere at that point we just gotta um, say that mike is the most polite person even when he gets scared <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this man got scared and went god damn it sir <laughs> we filmed it though um so we posted that on our youtube we did a quick little film it's very dark um i wish i would have bought what i uh, the light that I bought the day after for that night, but it's whatever. You know, it's a learning curve. Next year when we do haunty haunts, we'll have light on us so we actually see our our faces and shit. Yeah, that could help. Dylan, like- um, I am kind of glad you did not come because there was <laughs> not not because I didn't want you there, but there was a uh, a haunt that required us not only to walk up steps, walk through a rickety bridge. At the end was a shark attack that made the 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 platform moved that i kind of collapsed a little bit yeah that would have yeah. sucked right in his mouth <laughs> that would have been my ada fucking nightmare from hell this would have collapsed over the railing just whoop and I, hey i get props man they had fucking uh, nothing scarier than weak hamstrings oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they had like actual like rotten fish in there dylan i we really didn't go like tell you much about it but like you're walking through like this Captain's Fury house, and a good portion of it just reeks of bad tuna. I'd be all right oh, with yeah. that. It was it, no, it was rough. It was <laughs> it like was rough. It, it was, it was, was rough. rough. I mean, like, it was cool at first, and like halfway through your house, you're like, all right, I'm fucking over this dude. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm fucking so done, man. I've been, I've been I've been fishing pretty much my whole life. Fish fish smells don't bother me. Real fishy, strong, sure. pungent smells like that. Yeah, no, well, a mm. city folk. That shit was heinous. <laughs> That's um, real no, man. Um, I did a couple. I mean, uh, I mean, what'd you guys end up doing for Halloween? Because we never really. This was going to be our Halloween episode. And then it oh, yeah. I was in New York for Halloween. I was in Brooklyn. And it was fun. Cemetery. Yeah, we went to Greenpoint Cemetery, I think it's called. Um, How was that? It was huge. It's fucking massive, but it's very beautiful cemetery for sure. It's so big that like you have to drive through it. You could walk it, but it's fucking massive. Yeah, I, no, I saw your video. I was like, holy shit. We went there. It was wild. We, we went to Son of Sam's apartment in Yonkers, and uh, we went to another place where like the Son of Sam cult would gather and like sacrifice animals and stuff. Or what my buddy Jeff told me is apparently it's from the Netflix documentary that I have not seen that I need to see. I'm going to see it at huh. some point. Um, That's always fun. I did that. Then uh, I was went back to his place and chilled out. Then we went to a show at a new venue in Brooklyn called Brooklyn Made, and we went and saw this group called Boy Harsher, and it was a lot of fun. Oh, Boy Harsher's dope. Yes, they we were very out. good. What the fuck did we end up doing? We hung out at, was, that was the night we all hung out together, right, Pat? Hey, we went to Whippoorwill. Went the Whooper Wheel, and then we went to Madden. That's what we did out. for Halloween. Yeah, yeah we just hung cool. out outside. It yeah, was cool. Fun. So, like, it was actually fun. Like, in Florida, it never gets cold. 
So unless it's like later in the yeah, season, much like later. December yeah. first week of January. But like in like the last couple of weeks, it's been like, you know, dare we say it in the the low sixties and yeah. just Floridians. That's cool cold weather. Oh, um, it's been amazing. I have loved every little bit of it. Yeah, it's been not but, miserable um, to sit on my back porch. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, you can throw a hoodie on it; it's just enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And now I got uh, the snipples. And now George has got the snipples. Um, just a quick show updates. Um, a lot like we kind of made a post about this on our story and shit. Um, with We're everything, again. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We're fucking done. <laughs> no, um, I'm in the process of moving, so um, I'm going to be moving to South Florida for a bit, and then moving to San Francisco. So in the that meantime, we may have a small delays and like the shows coming out just because there's a lot of things going on so just bear with us people but we'll get your, we're not we'll get going your away we're, we're not, not going, going away. away we're here we're not breaking up we just need some space exactly we need more space we're already pretty separated but we need even more space i'm more separated yeah. than all of y'all and then let me tell you something it's pretty good it's pretty great <laughs> <laughs> the, the cool thing is pedals, huh? The cool thing is, is next season, haunt season. Um, hopefully, you guys can come up to uh, California. We can go to Knoxbury's Scary Farm and go to Howling Hornets in L.A. Yeah, I'm not doing anything ever. I'll, I'll come. Yeah, I am going to save all my pennies. You're damn right. You and Pat and Dylan can take a road trip. <laughs> no, I'm flying. Oh yeah, no. If you think I'm going to be uh, caught in a car across country with Pat, you're out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's a horror uh, movie in his damn self. Yeah, you guys get lost somewhere in Texas, and then I'd have bye. lung cancer by the end of the fucking trip. He's going to be in the back ripping cigs, and I'll be like, "Hey, man, do you want to drive?" And he'll be like, "Dude, I don't drive." <laughs> 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 that's exactly how it would go down. Um, but I guess I mean that's really anything else anyone wants to talk about before we fucking get into the grits and gravy. Any cool uh, movies or TV shows coming out that anyone needs to keep an eye on? I'm for? caught up with Chucky. Ah, uh, I'm not. Chucky's wild, dude. I'm still. Dude. I still only saw the first <laughs> so episode. It what it keeps getting on? better and better. I only seen the first episode. Boo. I, I just see, haven't had time to watch it. I'm I sorry. still haven't finished Squid Game. I, I watched the fifth episode last night, and I was just like, "God, <laughs> do I even do I even care anymore?" Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, shit. I, I've just been watching like rom coms. Oh, like I just what? got done watching. Uh, what are you watching? Uh, we were watching. Uh, Rumor has it. What hey. is it? Jennifer Aniston. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's yeah. a low key one. Now we watched yeah. the holiday the other night. Oh shit! Now that classic. one, classic. yeah, that's a classic. Jack Black's only serious movie ever. No, he was in a he was in a movie about bird watching with I think Owen Wilson and Steve Martin. Yeah, what movie was that? That was a uh, Bird was, Watchers. No, it wasn't called Bird Watchers. I mean, I mean, it feels like it should be. Yeah, I guess it should. I guess if every title emulated its plot, sure, why not? But well, if it wasn't, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it's not the Wolf of Wall Street. There's wolves running amok on Wall Street. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's not much been that's been really released. I mean, you know, we have the new Scream movie coming out in January. Black. Um, Clifford the Big Red Dog this week. Yeah, that, shut that's... the fuck up. I heard, he t- I heard he takes Manhattan. That's pretty interesting, though. Jason did it. Now Clifford. Now Clifford. Oh yeah. 
you know. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> someone's got to do it. <laughs> Might as well be a big red dog. The big red dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't really think there's much really going on. Not really. I think it's where well, I think we're on that uh, on that like final well, like spooky hot like la- we're on that fumes. Halloween hangover. It's yeah, that Halloween hangover. Shit's <laughs> coming though. I mean, just because it's the winter time, don't mean you don't gotta stop doing your spooky season stuff. Because there's some great movies coming, uh, and we'll go ahead and announce it here. Uh, uh, all of December, uh, Patrick, take it away. Uh, we're all doing uh, Japanese and Korean horror movies. Yeah. So get ready for some weird long. shit. Tokyo Gore Police. I guarantee you, killer. I haven't seen any of them. Um, oh, yeah, Patrick's, right. got, a, Patrick's got a good list. <laughs> I try Are we to doing Train to Busan? Yes, it's on the list. Are we doing Peninsula too? I try to get Dylan to watch one. He's like, I have to read words. Nah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <All laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. Read words. What, uh, Joe Biden's president? Do you think I'm going to start reading words now? Fuck that. Is Pulse on the is Pulse on the show on the list? Yes, it is. Ah, good, good, good. Pulse is really good. That's what I've uh, heard. Debated if we should do a comparison of the American remake, but I kind of want to just keep it. No, would Japanese you yeah. would you Korean count movies. the host as a movie like that? Because I've never seen the host either. The host is good. Yeah, the host is really that's good. a Bong Joon Ho is, movie. Uh, yeah, the same director of uh, yeah Bong Joon Ho, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Parasite. He no, Parasite. he did Parasite. He did Snowpiercer, yeah. Oakja. Oh, he he did great all great films. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's yeah, he's awesome. He's awesome. But yeah, so if you're into that weird uh um shit, get ready for it. It's going to be really weird. It's going to be a lot of things probably you've never heard seen before cuz Patrick watches a lot of uh underground very minimal B-rated horror Japanese horror films. I do not, so I need Pat to guide me. <laughs> um and we're going to kind of I'm keep, excited though. Yeah. And we're going to kind of, kind of, me and Patrick kind of talked about this and, you know, um, it's just out an idea we're having. We're going to kind of keep trying to do that where we, 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 you know, we'll talk about the mainstream movies and every now and then, but we, we really want to do focus on like those weird movies that no one really watches that are really good hidden gems. Like, like house and house two. Yeah. Like, you know, um, we'll still talk about, you know, Fr- Friday the 13th and nightmare on Elm street, but just so many people talk about those films and, so many, it's been done. There's, there's a lot so of many, movies. There's so fucking many. Yeah, there's a lot of movies that have never movies. been discussed that are always just left in the shadow realm and that are really good. So that's an idea Patrick and I had one night when everyone was getting drunk and we were drinking Dr. Pepper. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> but um, let's get into this baloney show, man. George, why, what what films did you pick for us this week? Wait, oh, can yeah. we save that for the last what please what? can we save that review for the last review for this what episode what the second, our second review or the movie that george picked oh so george you want to you want to do autopsy first yeah, yeah, yeah we're doing autopsy. he picked both he picked both well of them. well i know oh, but pat, know? I didn't know. pat wants to dictate the order you know because yeah, he's okay. not a jack he's so not a total jerk or anything jane doe first we watched yeah. autopsy oh. of jane doe and elizabeth elizabeth <laughs> Every time I say the word, it's like, yeah, I say it a different way every time. Elizabeth. Well, it's because you're so used to saying Beelzebub. I think that's what it is. And it's, I think, like, I think that it's just Beelzebub. It's but it's not Beelzebub. 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 If someone could tell us how the Beelzebub. fuck you say this, Beelzebub. Uh, drop it in the comments. I just said below. it's Beelzebub. 
It's birth. Fuck it's B U T H. It's birth. It's the birth. Oh yeah. So I forgot. Why these two films? Why these two picks, George? Why did you? Why did you pick these? Uh, Where's the theme? Honestly, <laughs> they actually do have a theme. If you think, yeah, about I know. <laughs> Honestly, the theme wasn't really planned. I just of know course. that like Elizabeth being Mexican planned. horror, and it's just like something that I watched forever ago, and I know like <laughs> it's one of those movies that everybody like kind of like skipped over and nobody really saw because it came out in 2019 um and i we just really wanted to talk about it actually so, came out in 2017 did it come out 20 is it it nowhere. came out in 2017 shutter picked it up in 2019 oh get your facts that's why like listen if you go on amazon prime and you go to where you can watch this because shutter's there if you search this movie uh i think i told you or i told patrick about it but there is it's on another subscription service called like Poyatana something uh we're on isa's parents uh amazon prime and they have a lot of like spanish subscriptions but it's on one of their subscription services and it came out in 2017 it's shutter re-picked it up what the fuck is uh, it called what was that (laughs) streaming service called uh, it's pin pin pantania I don't know, man. Is it like a fucking Telemundo uh, ass fucking bro, streaming first service? Off, or let's something? not get it twisted. I'm white as shit. I'm a gringo. So I could be saying this completely fucking wrong, but it, I, I'll try finding it and I'll say it right. Listen, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> exactly. Either There's way. a subscription. Just know it. it's on there. It's on there twice. <laughs> All right. Oh, Pant- Either way, Pantea. This- it's called Pantea. P A N T A Y A. Pantea? Pantaya, yes, I just it's on there. Thank you very much. <laughs> Isa, Isa goes to the wall. It said Pantaya, like it's just like a fucking white piece of shit. Shit, yeah, dude, I love Pantera. Fuck yeah, dude, that sounds sick. <laughs> All right, let's fucking get into this shit. Listen, we're getting possessed and doing the evil biddings of others this week. Let's Damn get right. into it. So, Autopsy of Jane Doe released. 20 what is that 20 fucking what year is this 2016 2016 y'all uh andre orvindel is the man who directed this film and here you go here's here if you ever if you've never watched this film here's a nice little uh piece for you a father and son both coordinators that's wrong one's a coroner one's a med certified medical technician are pulled into a complex mystery while attempting to identify the body of a young woman who apparently who who was apparently harboring dark secrets? Ooh. I'll tell it's, you what. It's a, she it's has a some terrible, demons. It's a terrible escape room. <laughs> it's a terrible escape room. That should be your letterbox review. It's a ter- five stars. It's a terrible escape room. <laughs> um, I don't know what everyone's first thoughts on this movie. I love it. I fucking yeah, dude. I it's it. intense. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I watched it uh, earlier last year and just like it was on Netflix. And like, I think I follow a guy on YouTube um, who does like, he'll be like, here's, you know, 10 movies coming to Netflix this month or Hulu, HBO. He does it all. That's how I kind of keep track of like movies. I wouldn't think to watch. He'll kind of like offer like, you know, he, his movie tastes are similar to mine. Um, But yeah, he talked about it. And I watched it, and I really, really enjoyed it. I enjoy movies that are kind of like really long Twilight Zone episodes. And that's mm-hmm. what this that's felt what like it to felt me. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love the two actors in it. Uh, oh, yeah. The father. I, so when I first saw like the, the like 
the teasers trailers for this way back when it first was released um, i was very into it i love this director because if you guys i don't know if you guys have ever watched another film he's known for which is personally one of my all-time favorites and i we need to do it on this show um troll hunter i love so, that movie yeah. He directed Troll Hunter. So That's he's a the great same guy movie. That did Troll Hunter. That's a great um, movie. I watched that it, on a whim too because Magnet, the company Magnet, was on a roll because they did Monsters, mm-hmm. which was a which that guy went on to do. That's Gareth Edwards, and yeah. he went on to Monsters do. Monsters is a good movie. And then he went on to do Godzilla. Then he went on to do Rogue One. So Jesus. yeah, he yeah. branched off from Monsters, and I thought Monsters was a cool movie. And then yeah, and Troll Hunter was the same production company. I and Troll. I watched that movie and it was awesome. The whole Christian blood thing and whatnot. Yeah. And, you know, um, there's and a then, troll in the dungeon. Just another <laughs> tidbit before we get into this discussion. So you got everyone can be on the lookout for this. I was kind of looking because he hasn't really done many films since the autopsy. I mean, he's done a few. He did scary stories to tell in the dark with Guillermo del Toro. Oh, he did. Um, yeah. Okay. But this, this film. I was watching Autopsy and I was like, holy shit, what is this guy working on? Read this fucking synopsis and almost cried. So the movie is titled The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Now, this movie is based, like a metal on, band. Right? It's based on a single chapter, the captain's log from Bram Stoker's classic 19, uh, 1897 novel, Dracula. Oh, so he's doing go. he's doing a fucking Bram Stoker's Dracula storyline. Oh, cool! And I'm excited. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Excited, dude. That'll be actually sick. Actually, right? I saw. I told Issa. I was like, he's he's fucking doing a whole movie based on a single chapter in this. Book. 2023. Did I want to wait that long? Well, you gotta. Yeah, you I gotta. don't wanna. You can't make me. Well, let's I uh, fucking. Yeah, I, I thought the, um, like I said, I mentioned it on a, on, the, on the past episode before we all decided we were going to do this. Uh, good things don't happen in basements. And this is where that <laughs> movie, the movie starts in a basement where nothing good has ever happened. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting, you know, it's, uh, and, you know, I kind of take it back. It's not so much like Twilight Zone. It's more like Tales from the Crypt kind of mm. just because it's Literally. you know it's a little you know it's a little bit more uh surgical and graphic and yeah. whatnot but i think uh it's very entertaining i love the actors in it um the older gentleman he's in that Brian show cox yeah he's in uh succession mm-hmm. and uh yep. i've always yeah, loved he's him. also the dad in the ring he's the dad in the ring he's the yeah. he's the police sergeant and super troopers <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, he's <laughs> <That's right>. yeah. <laughs> you you know him basically. Yeah, you if know anybody him. Anybody who anything that enjoys the medium on the television. Yeah, you know, you've seen him. The, the real star of this movie, though, let's be honest, is Stanley the Cat, played by Sydney the Cat. Of course, <laughs> that Rest queen was the best kitty I've ever seen. Yes, no, go fuck off, that, dude. I was so upset. I was so I'm fucking upset, upset, dude. The movie flips right after the cat dies. It really does. Uh, it was like it was like. The the body knew that it needed to get rid of the cat because of you know cats are aware of certain height heightened senses and their surroundings. So it's it's kind of funny if you think about it, like it, it feels like it the entity or the being um, or in this case it's a witch um, like killed it to like stop it from letting them know like what's what was going on. 
Yeah, Ooh. and to fuck with pops. <laughs> and to that fuck too. with pops. Yeah. So one of the things I really love, I mean, besides like I love the way this movie starts with like the the, the wide shot of the house where they, you know, then you go in and it's the crime scene um team and they're taking photos and uh there's all this chaos and gruesome like in-house murder that went down and then they go to the basement and then it's just her yeah underneath the basement floor in her body yeah the the screenplay for this movie it's like it never leaves the basement either yeah it never has any cuts outside so it's like you're also stuck with these characters in the basement Mm -hmm. so it kind of gives you start in a basement and then she's taken to the coroner's you know, basement. So it's, it, I like, so I like that. It's back to Dylan's theory. Basements are just pure fucking evil. Yeah. Hey, man. No good ever well, comes from them. Well, I was no going to say that too is a uh, props to Andre for like, if you can take what, like three characters basically and have them in the same setting for an entire movie and just have it be so captivating and mm-hmm. scary and just like tell so much of a story with like literally nothing, that is just genius. It almost oh, comes out like a stage. Hey, play. That comes with the acting. You know, and also shouts out to the dead body. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, she I, is I, just it, that was an actor, right? Yeah. For that, I mean, yeah, a lot of the scenes it. were her as the actress, and then you know, of course, when they're cutting her open doing the autopsy, it's it's all practical effects. No, that no, it had to be real. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, you never know. I mean, people donate their bodies to science, and you never know yeah. if you know they actually got a, an actual cadaver and they were fucking around with it. That'd be that'd be metal as fuck. Yeah, I didn't see anything be, like about said, it. Looking a, it a up, terrifying escape room. Yeah. <laughs> now you have to um, this body. <laughs> one of the things um, I don't know if you guys caught this. Um, a lot of the scenes, especially when shit starts really popping off, uh, when the father and son are walking the halls, did it all not? feel like you're playing resident evil the original one that how the camera oh, angles were designed especially that camera angle at the mirror yeah <laughs> tight you're corridors like, it's just and all like that up high and then they're walking towards it and then it's a backward shot of the from the same view yeah. i i it, it feels like the haunted man like the the man's the mansion uh incident from resident evil and i just really i love that because it that, oh, that yeah. is it just adds more to the the sense of horror I, I knew the second they showed it, like in the opening of the movie of that shot, I'm like, that's gonna be paid off to a scare of like us seeing something in the mirror. I like when movies do that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. me too. Where they like pad the beginning, like when they show when they come into a new location and introduce the characters, they pad things for the first 15, 20 minutes in the into the scenes that you can either uh, observe and pull out for yourself to be like, okay. Like, for example, there is a corpse with a bell attached to it. Right. Yeah. That's so it's like, hmm, that bell sounds going to come in at some point and cause some sort of tension in the scene. And it does um, in yeah, it a sure really, does. really effective and to Best me, creepy way. Movie. Yeah, for sure. As, as something is to be the most effective besides the ending for me being creepy. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, they set everything up um, pretty much. Uh, and they set up uh, a mystery on the body when they start discovering with when they uh, cut the body up and realize that shit's her weird. lungs are burnt her yo her her um her bones are broken and shit like that and yeah. it's like there's no outside wounds or anything like that I right. thought that was like set up a cool mystery and the body so perfectly preserved like hair yeah. brown eyes gray. Yeah. 
You're taking Dylan's job. She clouded my head this fucking every day. I also like I, I you you brought that up, like where they start actually talking about doing the author, and I liked I liked that in those interactions. Yeah, like, I learned a lot too. The dad, the, the son notices all these weird things, but this the dad, you know, being old and he's just like I've seen shit is like oh I've seen that before. He's always playing it off to an extent until like shit gets real like weird and he's like uh oh yeah because they're trying to they're they're establishing that the father's kind of like not phased by dead bodies or is shocked by anything that's not new to the sun or whatever you know but then it's like oh shit this is like fucking weird well the pacing of this movie was just like phenomenal like and almost like I don't know why, but, like, you can almost, like, correlate it to, like, an autopsy, right? It's, like, as you, like, dig deeper and deeper to find, like, the cause of death while doing an autopsy. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the same way, like, at the beginning, oh, it starts with, like, one thing. And, like, like you said, it's, like, the dad's, like, oh, okay, like, whatever. This is weird, but whatever. And And then it's another thing. It's, like, weirder, but it's, like, yeah, I've seen that, too. And then it gets to the point where you're, like, oh, okay, no, fuck this shit. (laughs) He said, we're out. Gotta go. There's a line in the movie where the dad says, like, we just need to figure out the cause of death. We don't really dig much deeper into why or how this happened yeah just give the cause of death and then you know eventually throughout the movie it's like oh no we need to figure out why why this shit happened (laughs) you could take six people um and put them at your local theater production company and do a and do a small production of this movie live as it plays out in the movie and it would play out the same way very stage play Act one, act yes. two, act three, climax, you know, you know, all that. That actually would be really cool for someone to do is because you're right. This movie d- does feel the like it could be put live. Yeah, it could. It could definitely be theatrical in the sense of like coming in and watching a live set of them doing the autopsy. You would just do everything from the autopsy room. It's one scene. Yeah. You know, you could oh, yeah. you could simulate what goes on down the halls, I guess, at certain parts. You could do the entrance. And you could do the autopsy room, like where the mm-hmm. stairs come up and down and everything, because, you know, it's so pivotal to the end and everything. But it's uh, I think, yeah, it flows. It flows very well like a stage play. And I, I do find it when uh, movies flow like that. It is a little bit more interesting. Yeah. I just I mean, the scares are effective. I never you never once feel like it was a cheap scare right? because they're not everywhere like they're you know, throughout their, the, the pacing, you know, there, he thought methodically of like, Hey, I'm going to put some scares here, some minor things here, some Holy fuck moments. And then things are going to kind of die down. I mean, they, they light her on fire <laughs> right. yeah. and nothing happens to her. And I think, and that's where like, you know, you know, jumping around everywhere, how we normally do it. I, I think like once you come full circle and they kind of figure out, you know, Hey, they have the, they, you know, they, they pull the uh, lacing out of her um, her stomach. Stomach, right? Yes, I think that's where it was. I think the they con- pulled con- the lacing out of her mouth. Yeah, the, the, there was the rope the that came out of her mouth. Yeah. Okay, but and I the lacing would be probably a, on the inside. And then yeah. the, the there was the cloth that had her tooth wrapped. That in was it. in her stomach. That yeah. was in her stomach. They, they right. shoved yeah. that down her stomach. Um. I love the, the they you know you the added element they start playing with it it's got different things Roman numerals they end up finding out that you know this was end up being someone who was tried as a witch uh, mm. in the Salem witch trials um, 
And that just like when I first watched this movie, it blew my mind. I was like, holy shit, that's not at all what I was expecting, that this was going to be some type of witch storyline. And what I like even more is that, you know, they go in, they talk, start talking about the fact that, you know, you know, she probably wasn't a witch. So many women were innocently accused or wrongfully ac- accused of being a witch. And the dad's like, you know, what if, you know, what they did to her, you know, what by being thinking of what she was turned her into the thing that they actually thought she was. Right. Like she was never a witch, but the torture that she endured, the the torture that she endured, that she she became became a witch. Right. And I just said, that's metal as shit. I was like, holy shit, that's cool as fuck. Because it's it's not your normal trope. Like, it's just completely original. I think the whole film in itself is original. Very original. Yeah. I don't think I've ever really seen anything besides it being like some type of Frankenstein's monster-esque movie or um, Reanimator, which again is a Frankenstein-esque movie. Um, You don't really get this kind of medical horror in the sense that the whole movie is designed around a medical facility you know a medical room where an autopsy is being performed and then shit just goes absolutely bonkers i guess i I, I guess go ahead pat go ahead and the element of like these guys are professional and they're in the medical uh position or profession and they have to be like kind of like skeptics on like oh this weird shit it can't be like this weird shit that's happening or this like paranormal stuff we have well to yeah they first see of, that it's, they first logical, say it's uh, human yeah. trafficking yeah that's right you would and I th- thought that was they it flips real quick you they're for- like oh no no she's a witch <laughs> you forget sometimes I feel like um, just how good of a setting a morgue could be or like where they mm-hmm. perform the autopsies right. like you forget how good of a setting that could be for a horror movie because talk about a place where no nonsense should occur <laughs> and that's a place <laughs> where you operate on dead bodies and then when it does, <laughs> and then when it does of course uh, people of no nonsense no nonsensical minds will you know will cry no nonsense at this first sign of anything uh spooky or ghoulish um so you do have your bit of uh doubt coming from your characters but it's warranted because you know they're men of you know medical science and whatnot they probably don't they're trying to keep an image you know they're not yeah you can't just be like oh we think you know she's there's something wrong with her you know how 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 do you even explain that it gets and then one of the things i just thought of and i'll let you go dylan go ahead go ahead i'm completely wrong though i forgot a movie that takes place in a morgue uh return of the living dead Number yep. one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. That takes place in a morgue. I wish we, well, we needed to do that movie because I absolutely oh, love I love it. those movies. I love that fucking. Yeah. I've never, There's a meme really that's really funny to this that whole movie. And it's like 95% of the movie is them in the morgue. But my mom walks in and the 5% that's her dancing naked in the, yeah, in the, in the graveyard. graveyard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That song has a fucking kick ass uh, theme song. Oh, yeah. Do you want to pop? Now it's part of time. It's so bad. I love it. No, that shit rocks, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so into it for real. What was y'all's favorite spook in the entire movie? What was the thing that got you? Okay, so the girlfriend scene. 
Oh, Dude, that's the best scene. Yeah, that was a gut punch. That was so bad because you feel so bad for them. Because not even on a scary level or like fucked up level, but emotionally, because they develop uh, in the beginning of the movie that the son is trying to move out and Mm -hmm. not continue the family tradition of doing uh, autopsies and shit. And mortician. Uh, Yes. And he's trying to move away with his girlfriend. And later on the movie, her dad... His dad Here's Johnny. Yeah, that's yeah. a that's a Damn. neat little psychological twist. Yeah. But like sure. the that's build up to that. Like, yeah, reminds me of evil just The bell, the dark, in the distance, just like slow. That's for me again with the pacing. That's the like, one for dude, me is the bell. Just, just yeah. so slow, yeah, just the bell. the bell, and like you see it, like they can't get the freaking doors closed, and you're like freaking out for them. You're like, fuck, just close a goddamn door, close a goddamn door. <laughs> they're like, fuck it, kill it with an axe. You're like, oh. And they got that oh, thing shit. with the fucking uh, with its mouth and eyes sewn shut. Mm-hmm. And like you, yeah, the, the saw, you saw it. At the, they were working on, and you saw it at the beginning, and you were like, wow, that would be a lot scarier if it was alive. <laughs> and <laughs> and oh, it's like, well, deliver. yeah, it's like, well, I got news for you, buddy. <laughs> well, dude, for real, smoke yeah. The smoke, the smoke scene, scene really cool was really cool. Yeah, on he, he this director does a really good job of like using the elements of the room to implement fear. So like the the you know when they um you know they record everything so they light her on fire because like fuck this we got to burn her we just got to burn her and you know the witch starts controlling the fire and then causes the camcorder which has all of the evidence of all of this happening on fire like oh, yeah. it, it's it's ruined um the smoke screen one of the things i loved you know um especially because the, the autopsy is like the, the best part of this whole movie is you know when they finally start cutting her in she's bleeding he's like this is weird you know this where you know this type of time of death or the prolonged since she's been dead you know we really shouldn't see blood run that way. Um, and then they cut her open and her lungs are fucking scarred and they're burnt and her and bones are tattooed, further. aren't they? Huh? Like something inside of her is tattooed, isn't it? Well, that's what I was getting to. So my favorite part of like when they're uncovering her history is when they actually notice that the skin is not her actual skin. So they yeah. pull it away and there's like the second covering and it has all of those like uh, markings and or tattoos all over it uh, with all the sacred geometry and all these de- different markings and shit. Movie is pure fucking genius. I, like, I don't have one bad thing to say about it. And it's definitely underrated. Yeah, and uh, I, I think it's definitely up to per, uh, personal taste, just like anything else is. Because like, oh yeah, I think yeah. it's I think it got a, a Metacritic score of about seventy three. Um, I think that's pretty. Really? I think it's pretty fair. I'd put it in the lower eighties myself. I would put it higher. But, I mean, Rotten Tomatoes has to sit in at eighty seven, and I think that's where it should. be. Yeah, that's about that's about. I fair. think the is that user is, or credit. The acting is the acting is just phenomenal. The writing, the story, like how they've incorporated the story. There's no like major plot holes that are you know visible upon re-watching it for th- like the third time now uh, it, i enjoy watching this film i don't ever get tired of watching it because it's just it's different it in it, it than most things that have came out the um, end is definitely yeah, fun it, to experience with people who have never seen it before mm-hmm. and the and it's the pacing too that makes it feel like it's not like that long of a movie you, you mean the ambiance 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Stop um, it. We fired him. <laughs> um, but I also like how the ending leaves it open. You know, they, they, the, you know, they've lived through the worst night of their fucking life. The dad had, um, his, he's been touched by this witch. He is being, he's, Ooh. he is embracing the same thing she was embracing. And like, I thought that part was really cool where he's like, he has that whole conversation. He's like, just, he's like, take me, but leave him alone. And you get that sense. There's that, that sense of hope that the movie gives you that you always get in some horror movies that hope. Dude, it definitely and, got my ass. I was like, oh, oh yeah, dude, like, hell yeah. He Dad, goes through literally get out. everything that she went through as an individual back in the Salem witch trials. He he comes back. He has to kill his dad. All right. And then here he goes thinking that he's going to escape, break free. Straight fucking K, bro. <laughs> Loose fucking railing. You fall and break your damn neck. And then the sheriff just walks in and is like, what the fuck? I mean, at that but point, you had to have realized that there's something going on with that body for it to be in two separate locations now where yeah. people have just been killed gruesomely for no reason. It, yeah. And I was kind of conflicted on the ending. I, I felt like it was, at first, when I first saw it back in like 2016, I was like, kind of mean-spirited, but whatever. Watching it now, I'm like, it's a good movie and it doesn't have like the happy ending that everyone expects this movie no. to kind of go for. Do well, you, I like it though. Cause yeah, go, go ahead. Dylan. Do you know, uh, does anyone know where this movie takes place? Like where the setting is? Like, yeah. The town is. Yeah. I, I, I say... closed that in my little notes, but it's somewhere in the Northeast. Okay. Yeah. If it's a small town, like. if it it's a small, like t- yeah, if it's a small town, I could get it because what small town police force is going to put two and two together and be like, Hmm, maybe it's yeah. the dead body. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> I just think, I just think that in like a small town police like that is just going to chalk it up to coincidence and just let it be, you know, go. And on, I mean, do you, uh, we could talk about the ending and how it ends now, right? You think? No, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Uh, very want, chilling. Very, very, very chilling. I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah, you know, you did. think you think the sun's gonna get out, and then you hear the cop, and you're like, "Fuck, man, open the door, open the <laughs> door," and then you hear the song. There's a song that reoccurs throughout the whole movie. It's like, and it's terrifying. Up it's a great use sun. of the song. I could have hooked my Bluetooth phone up to uh, this roadcaster I got to play it, but I haven't. Uh, I didn't prepare for that, so. Uh, oh, I can get it if you want. Maybe next time. Oh, maybe that's next, up to you. Um, but you hear that song, and then uh, you're the the cops on the other side screaming for him to open the door, and the guy's like, "I can't." And then you hear the cop on the other side singing, "Open up and let the sun shine," yeah. and type shit. And you're like, "Okay, whatever is across, whatever is across the other side of that door, isn't the cop." <laughs> I don't know what it is or what it looks like. <laughs> and that's always But something, you're fucked. And that's something always very, very creepy is that like it's almost like in the Exorcist 3. Um where oh, it's all go. it's different voices. Like yeah. Yeah. you know, like the old like the demon is the old woman in the confessional, and then the voice starts to warp, and it's like all of a sudden that voice you heard isn't coming out of what you imagine it to be. And that's yeah. a very horrifying realization. Mm-hmm. You know, also, so. mommy told me something. I'll 
Just a creepy ass song. Yeah, yeah, a little, Ooh, little, little. Like a little <laughs> yeah, southern. Right? It's like an old little Southern Baptist kids. Like, we hate the devil. <laughs> you know, you know. Put up, put up, put a jar of pickle juice under your pillow so the devil doesn't fucking <laughs> so the devil doesn't turn you trans or something. I don't fucking know. Like the shit that just fucking like scare fucking Southern white people to death, you know, <laughs> shit like fucking um, that. It's like, Oh God, the, uh, the communists are turning our children gay. And it's just that, that, you know, let, don't let the Lord catch you. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay. Well, I, think, I think like, you know, you have that, you know, the kid dies and then the sheriff finally shows up. They're like, what the fuck happened here? They start wrapping up bodies. He's like, send this fucking shit out of my town. I don't yeah. want to see her ever again. That's their fucking problem the now. And, yeah. you know, the scene, you know, the dude's just driving the corner van, having a good yeah. old time. And then the fucking song comes on and then the bell rings again. You're just like in credits. You're like, he's dead. Yeah, it's <laughs> well, that's, good. Well, that's I think good. That's what made me like this movie like way more. So. When the dad, like, he realizes, he's like, oh, like, she's been tortured, been through so much shit, never deserved it. He was like, he basically, like, gave himself, he's like, let me go through it, spare my son, right? And, like, you think, like, it's it's over, it's finally over, like, she's at peace, like, whatever. But, like, mm-hmm. then you realize the couple at the very beginning of the movie was killed because of her. Then she went through here, then the coroner. So, like, she's been going through the years, through the ages, just, like, place to place oh, yeah. to place. And, like, it's not like, oh, she was just, like looking for that piece of like no it's just pure fucking evil bro oh it's like, just there's no like there's but, nothing you could do about it like she's gonna keep killing and killing yo, and killing her, fucking put evil. Her back in it. that hole listen for that hole isn't isn't the thing is is that it was it, it's gonna she's just gonna be found again yeah. and that's what i think another thing that this movie does well is it does it creates this weird sense of mythology of this jane doe and like now you're like okay how many people has she affected you know, if we're talking 1600s where she was, you know, accused of being a witch and burnt and tortured and all this shit, you know, that's a lot of fucking years of just popping up out of holes and shit and just causing pure chaos in people's lives. Um, and, you know, there's never going to be a second movie to this film. Uh, I don't yeah, think that's how this one. director is. I don't <laughs> think he's like, I I mean, of course, it, scary stories to tell in the dark is getting a second movie, but that makes sense. There's more stories to be told, but this yeah. story is open and closed. It was done. If they did do a sequel, it would be like straight to like Shutter or like straight to DVD or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I would watch and I don't it. Think I'd watch happen, it. No, I, just, no. I don't think where what you could do that wouldn't mirror the first film. It'd be like watching the same movie and over again. And that don't always work. And it only works for Evil Dead. I so, mean, I guess they could make hey, it on a bigger scale, quick, Jorge. but. Real quick, Jorge, can you check if they made money? Well, you always got that shit on lock when it comes to money. Oh, that's Dylan's thing. Oh, it is? <laughs> oh, it is? <laughs> I did that the first episode we were back, and no one's like asked me for it ever since. So I, I just, mean, I just didn't well, do it. It's fine. We'll, we'll come back to it. But let's fucking, uh, what's, what's everyone's, uh, what's George, what's your score? What's, uh, what's the rating system for this movie? Oh, damn. How many uh, dead cats? How many dead cats? No, definitely <laughs> How many uh, dead cats. Oh, it did not make money, by the no, way. No, it's it's definitely like it's definitely like five bell jingles out of five, dude, for sure. There it is. Five, five? five bell jingles out of five. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dylan, I, there, there's not a lot that this movie does wrong. 
There's like, just really okay. not. It takes the boxes for you. I can appreciate that. Dylan, what are the numbers? Um, well, it was about uh, the gross. It doesn't give me a budget, but the gross was ten million, and the worldwide gross was six million. So I'll check. Back. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure it was a very low budget production. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I it. mean, it's one. Sh- it's one filming location. So I mean, four um, actors. Four actors, four or you know, five actors, main actors. Stunt actors uh, to play corpses and whatnot. Yeah. I, I'm sure their budget was probably near near the million mark, if not a little bit more. Probably a little bit more than that, for sure. Yeah. I, I, I would think that they recouped their money. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely think so. Um, but um, uh, so that's, that's the autopsy of Jane Doe. If you've never seen it, uh, watch it. It's a good film. Uh, if you're not into this kind of weird shit, don't watch it. Who are we to tell you to what to watch and what to not watch? But it's all opinions. We enjoyed man. it. Get yourself a good, you know, a jar of pickles and watch this film. <laughs> God damn it! That's that's my um, that's my new Southern fucking Baptist gross. fucking. Let's get uh, let's talk about the second film that Jorge picked for us this week. This Jesus. fucking God fucking damn it film. It's fucking. <laughs> I've never seen it, so personally, I, I do want to thank you for suggesting a film for this episode that I've never seen before and that I actually really fucking liked. I'd like to thank the Academy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to thank the I've, Actors Guild for all I've the heard, help. I've heard about this, uh, how fucked up this movie is and that uh, one jigsaw's in it. But, uh, Which fucked me <laughs> up. Thanks, George. <laughs> that shit fucked me up. Make me yeah. finally watch it. Everyone who watches this film, and I, I think I hyped it up pretty good on the Meads. Toby, uh, and I hope people watch it because I, I feel like it is one of those films that didn't get a lot of recognition when it first came out. And then even with Shudder, Shudder releases so much stuff. And I think one of their downfalls is they're not really good at promoting what's coming out on Shudder. They're really not. That so many yeah. things get swept under the rug that you just don't know what's. I mean, there's so much content always coming out, you know, but Amazon and Netflix and who they're really good at being like, you know, this is what's coming out, but uh, I think that's where Shutter really lacks um, in the game. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed this film. I, I think everyone should watch this. Yeah, you know definitely. what the craziest part about this is? So the director, Emilio Portes, Mexican, you know, he's a comedy director and a comedy writer. That Hell makes. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I think a lot of comedy writers and like comedy actors like have, a, have an do. affinity for horror movies. Yeah, you know, it is always fun though to see them come over to the genre and and create something like this. Like, yeah, yeah. except for Danny McBride did uh, the new Halloween movies. Yeah, well, him and others, him and others, but yeah, don't want to put all the blame on. Really good. I I mean, for me, really only liking like the first three, maybe four Saw movies. I really enjoyed Spiral. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> see, yeah, see, of Blue Mill, bro, I really want him to just be covered in tattoos. I think it, it suits him. <laughs> nah, seeing Tobin Bell in a movie is like seeing Forrest Whitaker in a movie. It's like, and I'm here too. <laughs> like, okay. And, and he's in Seinfeld. Yes, he is in Seinfeld. I was, I was just getting but ready to bring that up. Pat knew right where I was going. Yeah. But <laughs> I want to say though, but Tobin Bell really isn't the star of this film. No. He's there. No. And he's this underlying character that's kind of, you know, playing in the darkness of the f- story. But the main dude, Joaquin Cas- Casio, 
he's the real star and man does he fucking kill it in this movie what other yeah. movies has he had or tv shows has he been in because i've he, seen him he's in, in another things. tv show let me pull him up real quick because he's in something i've watched recently on recently on netflix yeah narcos, i think that's mexico. where i saw him he's oh, in narcos yeah. mexico okay um, he's, he's in, in he plays Squad. in Spider-Man. Okay. He plays, he's the voice actor for Scorpion and Spider-Man. Into oh, the cool. Spider-verse. And then he's been a lot. This man's got a fucking fantastic film career. He's been oh, in cool. so much shit. Um, but he's in this one show. I can't remember. I don't know what it's called, but, uh, yeah, he's, he's been in Spider-Man Rambo. Um, he was, oh, he was in the suicide squad. Gentrified. That's what it yeah, is on Netflix. Season yeah. two just came out. Actually, I just saw. Oh, did it? Because yep. I yep. don't need to watch it because season two leaves. Uh, season one drops off with him getting um. Well, don't over say it because the... I haven't seen it. Oh, so sorry. good! I know. I love it's a good show. If it's good, today, if it's good I'll it watch it. If it's good, I'll no, watch it. It's really it. good. It's really good. Okay, show. good, good, good. I just didn't want you to go um, too far before I got some spoilers. No, yeah, no. I was about to fucking just give yeah, you a, the ending yeah. of season one is a heartbreaker, dude. Because Ooh. of what happens to him, you're just like, no. yeah, it's, it's it's intense. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check speaking that out. Heart, then. Speaking of heartbreakers, speaking of fucking heartbreaking, <laughs> spoiler alert for this motherfucker. God, out uh, the gate, Jesus Christ, babies just get stabbed for a good ten minutes. A nursery just gets fucking <laughs> swarmed upon with just a fucking fury of scalpel. Just raining down on these poor little gelatinous infants that just came into the world. And they're like, what's oxygen? And next thing you know, it's like just a murder fest of these small, innocent, little newborn children. And I fucking, I lost my goddamn mind. (laughs) I was like, George, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, and that's coming from me, man. That's pretty, that's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. I literally did that call frantic thing. Not because I, I mean, I've watched... Dude, Mike I'm not one of those twice people that's like, I like to watch fucked up movies because it makes me cool. I was just so like, what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was no, pretty it, fucking intense. This is this is my first time watching the movie, and I knew about the first 10 minutes I was told about what happened, and even I was still shocked to see it. Yeah. Because they, I mean, they don't, they don't show knife go in, but it's definitely, no. oh, it's the definitely closest you can, motion. it's, it's a psycho-esque. Oh, it's, it's the closest you scenery. can get without showing it. Let's put it oh, that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without uh, just, and just so you guys front. know, I, I, I'm going to give you guys the storyline um, that we normally do just because if you've never seen this film. So after losing his family in an extremely tragic way, I owe baby stabbing. Stabbing and then eventually his wife does commit suicide because how do you actually recover from that? Um, Detective Ritter must investigate a massacre at a school perpetrated by a student. That seemed like a pretty clear case becomes more and more dense when a priest of the Vatican appears with another point of view. So this movie is just all about killing kids. So if you um, can't handle kids getting murked, yeah, not for you. This is just just not for you, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah, that kid. Yeah, that scene. That I, <laughs> I was I was trying to remember what happened next. That was just as fucked up. And then <laughs> it's all fucked up, and it continues to get up. fucked up. Yeah, so, it continues. Here, here, here it is. You have baby stabbing. You have ki- a, a giant school shooting. The kid brings a fucking Beretta and just annihilates. He's like in what I think sixth grade. Yeah, something like that. that. He's not that old. He he goes into a kindergarten class. People, kindergarten starts playing fucking tag, 
and then he offs himself with a shotgun. That, yeah. I mean, none of this is a child. Shown. A child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a child. I mean, you don't see anything. But and then the next thing that goes down is the fucking bombing at the fucking movie theater. No. And second, no, I'm sorry. Third, thank you, Jorge. The pool electrocution. <laughs> oh yeah, holy I shit! I forgot about the pool electrocution. Holy <laughs> shit! When the pool scene was happening, I was like, "What's she doing? What's she doing? Oh fuck!" She's not gonna make no. it. She's not gonna make it. Someone I, I will was, stop her. I wanted to fucking just quote uh, uh, Spawn. Arise, cap, uh, cap, what is it, Duke of Crispy, or whatever he calls his ass. Yeah. Speaking. Um, but yeah, I, I, okay, well, I will say before go we ahead, go George. further and we don't just keep saying that we just love the killing of children, but like, it, <laughs> only this podcast it, we love it. It would, it would, it would be like over the top and just unnecessary if you didn't get further in the movie and of find course. out that the whole time they were just trying to off the Antichrist. From being born and being raised, so there there was actually a purpose behind Not all the this. Antichrist, hey. it's Jesus, my oh, dude. Se- I mean, sorry, the second coming of Jesus, the, basically. The se- and that I think that's where, like, okay, so like, I, you know, it's the opposite of the at all. But um, I I did like this like storyline. I thought it was kind of it was kind of cool because you don't really see it. Right. It's not it's not like a but normal storyline because he's the second coming of Jesus. He was never there. He missed yeah. school that day. He didn't go to swim class. And apparently, he, this is like this has happened m- many times in the past, where motherfuckers kid, were yeah. assumed to be the second coming. The, the freaking isn't that blew up. isn't that kind of what they do in that Legion movie? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to make sure bad. I wasn't the only one. Where it's like <laughs> the, the you shut your mouth, Mike. He's un he's unborn, but he is uh, the woman's pregnant with the son with the second coming of Christ. And there's yeah, I thought yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but so. Legion didn't have jigsaw smuggling. That's Jesus true. To America, no, they, they it, did not have tattoo covered jigsaw. Didn't it have Tyrese in it though? Tyrese Gibson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then so uh, checkmate. <laughs> you know. <laughs> this is literally Legion on steroids. Uh, no, I, I mean the, the, they're different. One's more action for sure. This in one's Spanish. more intense possession for sure. Bro, not even that. Bro, bro, bro. The school shooting. My dude Ritter just brings the mom into the room and pulls the fucking blanket and starts questioning. Again, her. again, <laughs> I don't want to bring up. I don't want to bring up the greatest movie of all time, The Exorcist Three. But oh my God. <laughs> Here we go. the, the movie. hey, the demon does possess people to commit murders. And no, no, there's definitely not yeah, children, definitely but but something. but catatonics, and I don't know which one's more disturbing. I would think children. I think there's something yeah. that's a little bit more disturbing with the fact that, like, the innocence of a child, especially because well, it's young children. It's not like it's like high yeah. schoolers. It's it's. Yeah, it's but middle school yeah, but could aged you, kids. But could you argue yeah, that it touched a little uh, close to home too? Could could you yeah. uh could you would you say that middle school kids might have a little bit more consciousness though than some catatonic mental patients? I mean, of course, because yeah. I mean, no, I mean, actually, I'm not going to say that because I said some, not all. Read enough on uh, comatose patients to know what type of consciousness they have within them even though they're non-responsive to some things it's possible that they even know you're in a coma you could potentially have some sort of conscious actions going on like there's you're a whole like there's a whole city them. going on in their head but on, yeah, on like the outside 
Monkey Bone. There you With go. With fucking Brendan Fraser. And Chris Kattan. <laughs> and Rose McGowan. What a awesome night. movie Monkey Bone is. And I only say this off of the basis of the last time I watched it, which was probably on the Stars we Channel in about 2009. Yeah, I was 16. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was about um, the last time I watched it. was about 2009. But I remember Monkey, <laughs> you know, whatever. I just... I think there's a lot of things like that are done in this film that would maybe come off as corny, but work. Um, so the Ghostbusters team, all right? Yeah, the Zach Baggins. Who are these dweebs <laughs> just coming in and being like, hold on, the Vatican sent us. Yeah. We're here with our special flashlights. Yeah, they're, and, uh, they're Vatican-issued Vatican Ghostbusters. <laughs> you know what, Makes though? Sense. We were watching this, and Issa and I were like, you know what? I bet you the Vatican has a team like this at their disposal. Just some fucking nerdy dudes with some UV lights you know out here fucking going to all their, their exorcisms that they do and, like, documenting and shit. I, 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 I don't – I bet they have money that they have some type of organization that's not in the purview of the light. <laughs> it's uh, like the uh, men in black of the Vatican. The They're demon trappers. <laughs> yeah it's like uh, uh it's like um god i I just said it i for, i forgot what i just said it was uh it's like uh the vatican version of like ghost hunters or ghostbusters or fucking uh i don't know constantine would be if they did a constantine crossover <laughs> that'd be sick as fuck constantine's um, gotta stop demons from possessing kids to commit mass murder and <laughs> that'd be yeah. sick as fuck it does sound like constantine but one of the things I think, like, and like we, George, we were talking about like the un, un, like planned theme of a movie. Like here, here we are with two films that kind of are playing on. I mean, one is kind of playing possession, with, which is autopsy, because like, are we going to say that she's really possessed, or you know, she's just a being that's living through hatred, you know, through all this hate and torture and torment that she's lived through? That was who knows. Whereas this movie is more related to possession. And I think it did possession really cool um, in that you almost, you didn't know people were possessed until like certain parts in the film. Um, so. As it kind of started to unravel. Yeah. It's when things start like, so, you know, things definitely start popping off. You know, there's all these events happening, you know, it's all on television, you know, a mass shooting at a school the like the pool thing and the bombing but the film really takes a point a turn uh towards the end uh when they go to this you know the small town near the border and they go into that church the church of children um and they get into that room with all the crucifixes and this is where i thought i was gonna be like this is gonna be corny but holy shit Uh how yeah, terrifying yeah. was it when giant crucified crucified Jesus just starts fucking talking? Yeah, <laughs> terrifying. And he starts yeah. talking shit, dude. Oh yeah, he starts talking mad shit. He starts making fun of his dead fucking wife and baby and shit to his yeah. face. God, any wooden statue I mean, that comes to life and starts talking knows it won't be taken seriously, so it might as well just swing for the fences and talk as much shit as possible. Oh yeah. <laughs> But I Which think it I, actually that works. That scene also reminded me of X History. Yes, oh, yeah, it did. I know exactly what he's talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but I don't know. I just like I know I know it was an effective jump scare. 
I can yeah. tell you that much when he like because they walk up to it and he's like, oh, I think there's something dead in it. And he goes to like put his hand in the in the stab wound and it just busts out a lot coming out alive and shit. That was fucking that was I like that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect any no, like, heavy either. use of CG like that. Mm-mm. A lot of this movie <laughs> I was not expecting. That should be the tagline. You're not going to expect a lot of this movie. Whatever the fuck you think is going to happen, you're, you're wrong. You you're know, wrong. Th- you know that after after the hospital scene, you know that like you're like, yeah. If you go on IMDb, <laughs> if you go on IMDb, it's like violence and gore. It, it got a severe rating, <laughs> and it's like I don't think I don't think anything trumps severe. You know, as far as like an, a sense of urgency of should you watch this or not? It's like it's you know, there's no on the fence about it. Either yeah. you're into it or you're not at that level. Yeah, you're, you're pretty much. I would. I agree. Like you're either gonna put this movie on and turn it off, or you're gonna be like, "What the hell did I just stumble upon?" And just sit back and enjoy the ride. Exactly. Yeah, it starts. Yeah. It starts off almost like a like almost like a detective thriller. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. then you get halfway and you're like, "Oh, this is a fucking demonic possession movie." Much yeah. like yeah. William yeah. Peter Blatty's Slash, Exorcist Three, Slash much Slash like Slash. the Exorcist Three, this is a movie you think will be a. I'm just kidding, y'all. I, we will have to talk about that movie. We are going to have one day to, talk about the goddamn Exorcist Three. Don't um, worry. This is my, this is my incessant campaigning to do that movie because if you guys like this movie then you would love The Exorcist 3, but also the movie that I want to pair with that movie, which is Fallen with Denzel Washington and John Goodman. Dude, where it's that's th- so crazy you just mentioned that. I didn't know this movie existed until like two days ago. I'm, wa- I'm going to watch it tonight, actually. Fallen is a very, very good movie. It's a very good movie. It's like... Dude, it's Denzel Washington and John Goodman. Yeah, it's it's got a bit of a seven a vibe to it, yeah. but not as dark. And mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely more of a, a crime mystery thriller with uh, paranormal demonic aspects to it. Uh, nothing as heavy as this as Beelzebuth or however you say it. Uh, but Beelzebuth. It's, but they're you know they're both they're both supernatural true crime movies where every where it turns out to be a non-human answer to the issue at hand, and yeah. you know, really just the the grotesque acts that you know, possessed pe- that the demons make the possessed host commit are just fucking wild, especially in Exorcist yeah. 3. So I definitely, I'm campaigning and I won't shut up till we do it. So. Well, we're going to do it. Yeah. Also, Fallen has a uh, Tony Soprano in it. Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah, dude, yeah. Back James to the Elizabeth. Dude, uh, possessed Joaquin though. When he gets fucking possessed and loses his shit, he's not even possessed by like a mere demon here. People, we're not we're we're not fucking with some you know mid level fuckboy demon. Motherfucker's (laughs) got the dude in him. Yeah, (laughs) for real, the dude. Yeah, and said fuckboy demon. (laughs) When that that, uh, when the movie goes underground, so at this point in the movie, you know. They they've realized that Tobin Bell uh, is not the bad guy because he suspected about the film to be the leader of this you know cult satanic cult church that's killing children and all this shit. But it it doesn't turn out to be that. It actually turns out that he has been searching for the second coming of Christ um, and trying to protect them from you know the demons. Elizabeth Elizabeth who wants this fucking this, this baby boy. Um, but I think like, so what they do is they try to, 
um, bring him into the country, America, by use of these tunnels, because uh, they have a safe house already made up for him to hide in that where they don't think this demon can find him. All right, whatever. Far-fetched, I think, but that's fine. But God damn it, the underground tunnels is where shit gets real, real intense because it's so claustrophobic. You know, it they're underground. There's nowhere really for them to run. It's um, underground like a basement. So my argument yeah, still stands. Exactly. <laughs> but here's the thing. And this is I, I, I didn't like pose this question to the group chat. And I kind of asked Issa. There's a scene um where they uh were walking through the tunnels they get into the room where all the you know human trafficking is going down um unfortunately and they there's two doors there's one on the left one on the right and the joaquin detective ritter says let's go this way and the child who is apparently the messiah says i'm scared i want to go that way so they end up falling but did any of you catch that when they went that way, they went into that room that was filled with all those unholy imagery, all the statues and all the, like, all the, like, remember, he was like, we got to get out of here. This is a bad room. Right. Yeah. So at that point, it made me wonder if the kid is actually the Antichrist. And, and it led them this way. Or if, or if the demon might be trying to influence him to turn to. Uh, an evil Maybe. side. That's another. That's another point to think of. I didn't think yeah. about that one. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I when it happened and the, all the all the events that go down in this room. Yeah. You know, I was like, well, they, they they're here because of the fucking kid. So like, was it some like quick it was meant to be type of path or some underlying pull. thing? Quick, pull out the spirit box. I think. <laughs> I think if you. <laughs> I think if you're dealing with the son of God, you know, you kind of got to assume, you know. No, I'm going to go the fucking fuck that guy. I ain't interested in that motherfucker. Well, you got to you got to assume that like fate and faith, everything kind of plays into place. So it's like, you know, a theme that I very much love about this movie. And it's a very fuck you white America uh, Christian because the the second coming of Christ is an, an immigrant. Yeah. Yeah. And no, who yeah. is who is, by all means, coming to the country illegally, yeah. like that? Like I just love that it was like the director's way of saying "fuck you," like <laughs> in, in such we a subtle Jesus. way. <laughs> and is, I don't think this movie's gonna make Tucker Carlson give a shit anytime soon, but maybe one yeah. day. <laughs> well, maybe I'll email it to him. Like, hey man, you should watch this film. <laughs> yeah, for real. He'll just have a whole hour conversation about it. Your last boy tried to build a wall to keep the son of God out. How do you feel now? (laughs) How do you feel about that? (laughs) Yeah. But Issa picked up on that. She was like, this is so fucking anti like white Christian America. And I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah. Um, Second coming to Christ is Mexican. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) You get a taco. You get a taco. Ole, 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 ole. Um. Can we talk about when like Ritter finally is uh, uh, announced as being possessed, and they fucking crucify his ass? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, crucifixion wasn't only used this way. We could do this too, <laughs> and they fucking. This is what I love. Like they nail his ass to the cross. Like legit. Yeah. Like 
goes through bro, his hands being, and he's crying and he's laughing. Chaining you, we're we're hammering nails through your goddamn carpels. Yeah, right. and, yeah, and he's and stuck. Then, he's stuck. He's up there for the, sure. They and, did the same thing where I don't know if it was like a take on Evil Dead or not, but they did the whole like switch where he was like possessed and then he stops. Mm-hmm. He was like, no, no, like. Oh, I'm better. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Like trying to trick him and be like, just mm-hmm. like, let me go. Let me go. And then, like all of a sudden it's like, ah, joke, joke's on you, bitch. I'm a fucking floating crucifixion yeah. now. I think that's just, that's a lot. That's very standard uh, possession film esque because I think it's a, a tactic that demons use to underscore maybe someone who's not so, um, what's the word? Uh, like heavily in not, not influenced, but like religiously affluent. Enough. Religiously affluent. Yeah, or like yeah, that like they they don't believe it. Oh, this isn't really going on. I, this person's fine, and all of a sudden it's like roundhouse kick to your face, motherfucker. Pea soup in your mouth. And, Good yeah. try. Yeah, I've yeah. seen these movies. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> any of us would be like, uh huh. Where's those coupons? <laughs> Where's them coupons? Um. Also, blood. Torben Bell, like uh, the whole. Some of the blood. Some of the some of the blood. They, I, you can definitely tell when this movie started losing money. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> we we went to we went too big. We have to use lose use fake real blood in some scenes. There's some CG blood in some other scenes, and it's definitely noticeable. But I'm not gonna fault them on that. It, it happens. They overshot. They gave us some fucking cool shit. I just love the part where it's like uh, Tobin Bell and the kid are in the jail cell by themselves. And they're like, I'll be right back. I'm going to leave my son with this creepy acolyte of the Vatican. And he just pulls out a knife and he just turns around and goes, come here, kid. I need you real quick. And the kid's like, ah, and they're like, understandably. So he's not explaining his plan to anybody. He just, yeah, right. He's just kept it to himself. I see a little bit. I honestly thought at that point, like he had fooled everyone. Yeah, like, I, I was actually right. gonna fucking murk pull, this kid. Pull a, dub, like, pull a double again? agent type shit. Like <laughs> he's working with the demon like, the whole time. Just left a fucking kid with a guy that was gonna kill him to begin with, idiots. Yeah, he uh, pulled the old. He pulled the old double agent film. Well, what did you think about Tobin Bell? Like literally, like taking the demon himself and then locking him away underground. It was metal as hell. Like a real cool use of like sacred geometry and like religious symbols all throughout. Because like. It, Okay, so what it does is that it uses these ridiculous ass tattoos and actually serves a purpose. Because you're right. like, oh, well, these tattoos—they're—they're they're kind of cool, but they're not that cool. If you but- go, if you go to a Tool concert, everybody there looks like Tobin Bell from this movie. <laughs> I will say his little beard thing—I hated. They all got that. Hey, hey, dude, dude, it's better than the fucking soul patch he had in Psalm what six. Yeah, that's very fucking true. <laughs> that's how you know he but- got eviler. I did like yeah, that scene uh, where he funny. he he puts Beelzebub into the rock forever. This I thought that happens, was cool. This is this is the movie that when it like you don't kill Jigsaw. This is what he does. Yeah, <laughs> he goes <laughs> smuggles Jesus to America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I just I I actually really enjoyed this film. Like, I mean, yeah, I can nitpick and be like, yeah, like the, the practical the, effects weren't good and the CG wasn't man, good, but I'm not gonna what, hit them on that. Whatever, it was cool, cool concept. Cool con and like I mean like possession films you know they always feel overdone or I've seen this before or and I've never I haven't seen anything like this before I've never like, seen when it, it comes to possession I, film I, except I for Exorcist three Dylan I know you're gonna say <laughs> <it>. <laughs> 
Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Where they try to smuggle Jesus to America. Yeah, I, I think it's yeah. hopefully it. This is a launching point to get more uh, Mexican directors to direct more. You know, yeah, for real. You know, well, the thing Spanish is, language you know, or half Spanish, that. half English, like no more because this this movie and the last movie that he did, or the it's either the this movie and the next movie that he did are the only uh, Mexican films to be in seven point one sound. Mm-hmm. type thing and i feel like it doesn't sound like much but if they're investing that much that, that kind of technology into like a, a, a mexico based film then maybe that's going to start giving a little bit more validity to another country kind of like south korea is starting to get I say watch out korea we're coming for you yeah Mex- yeah uh, i really feel like is- i feel like some very interesting horror films can come out of Mexico, especially with like Mexican folklore and Oh, I'm sure there is. That yeah. movie's ter- that movie Terrifier is a Mexican horror film that's really good. Yeah. It's like a ghost uh, possession film. The thing is is that there are good films. It's just that you, you unfortunately they don't get talked about here. You yeah. Know? I mean like th- again this movie came out in 2017. It did its thing and then it took you know, two three years for it to get picked up by Shutter, who gave it another another release for it to get you know get get picked up again, people to watch it. But right, yeah. Um, I think Del Toro does a lot. He does a lot of work promoting Mexican um, directors and working with them. Right, yeah. Um, to get that get the their voices out there, like because I'm, there are they do make movies. I mean, they don't get every movie that is released here in america so they i mean they do but they also make their own films that get released that we're probably never going to see here right so i mean it's just hard that we it's just it would be cool if there's a site and i'm sure there is there's a fucking website for everything that can kind of slate like movies coming out in different countries that may not come to like our movie theaters or come to like even then like not regals or um or maybe yeah, AMC, but like the smaller, like you know, Enzians and the or maybe the, uh, the Brew House and the Alamo type theaters that play a lot of weird independent films. They play a lot of foreign films, right? Um, is where you get this kind of stuff. But we only really have the Enzian here, and they they only do so many movies, and they right. do foreign films. But mm-hmm. it, it still, I saw a Game of the Troll movie in that theater. Did you? The Shape of Water. Oh great! Yeah. I love the Indian because you can get chicken tendies and parmesan mm-hmm. parmesan cheese, uh, parmesan fries, parmesan. Yeah, but fries. in the background of the movies, you always hear dishes and uh, glass. I've never had that happen. <laughs> really? Never. Okay. Well, Pat, next time don't sit next to the kitchen, bro. Okay. Yeah, do you guys sit in the back? Dude, this is the fattest podcast in the world. What do you think I have to do? <laughs> I'll want my food. Uh, yo, literally though, like <laughs> on brand for us, like. We're gonna go to the movie theater that sells chicken tenders. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I have a theater. Y'all, y'all in Orlando have a theater like the Enzian. My Enzian in Jacksonville is the Sunray Cinema, and that place is fucking. That Do place is fantastic. Huh? French fries. You can get a lot of shit there. You can get um. You, you can, can get, get a burger, like, and it's all like high quality too. Like it's burger, not like you can get cheesecake. <laughs> Yeah, you can, you can get a whole damn meal if you want. You can get you can get <laughs> vegan blondies at this place. You can oh, get yeah. a, you can get a foot long and a vegan foot long with vegan cheese or regular cheese. Uh, you can do nachos. You could do pizzas. They have it all fucking there, man. Like that, I love Sunray, man. We gotta talk spot. about food somewhere on this podcast. Yeah, we had to. You know, yeah, it's been a minute, and now I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. right. And I had Indian food for dinner. And now I'm hungry. Mm. Again. Mm. 
had chili. But I don't know, man. I I think <laughs> if you haven't, what'd you say, George? I, I had I, chili. I had chili. I was gonna make chili, but then I got way too busy to make mm. chili, so we ordered Indian food instead. I won't tell you how many bowls of chili I had, but I had chili. You probably had two. <laughs> yeah, if you had more than two, you're going to die. <laughs> Mike got busy with his other podcast. Yeah, yeah, my second podcast. His mistress podcast. I, I told them that I have a second podcast, and you guys, are, it's called Mike and his real friends time. <laughs> you, guys are the, you guys are the side piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike's mistress podcast. <laughs> I just talk, I just sit in loungewear smoking a bubble pipe <laughs> and I talk about and you treat the, sandwiches. And you treat that podcast better <laughs> than you treat us. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think this is like I said, this is a film that you're either gonna like it or you're not. And you should, you know, if you want to dabble in it and try it out, try Can't it out. Can't you say that about any movie though? Out. You're gonna like it or you're not. Yeah. Who 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 is this movie for, Mike? Who is it for? This it's movie. For, it's, it's for George. It's for, it's George. for Jorge. Jorge, who it are is, you as a person? <laughs> this is for you. Um, I don't know, man. I, I think like I like this movie. I, I would say this movie was made for me. I, I kind of I fuck with it. This movie is um, made for people that don't have kids. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what this movie is made for. If you don't have kids, this movie is for you. I don't want to subject them to kids. that. Are you kidding me? They can't go to school. Like, they can't be born. They can't swim in a pool. <laughs> like, nah. Can't, can't go to movie theater. Can't go to the movies. <laughs> like, I mean, you can't do that yeah. anything right now. I mean, speaking of which, fuck that nerd at the movie theater. The one that blew him up, blew up the place. Yeah, I was like, who's yeah, this he looked like a nerd? fucking incel. He looked like he was mad. <laughs> I can't get laid. I'm a blow up the theater. That's I'm a- here. I'm here to blow up <laughs> Captain Marvel. <laughs> that's that's the virgin's mo really if you think yep. about it yeah yeah instead of the lord's uh, prayer it's the virgin's mo <laughs> all right jorge what's the rating system on this film oh man it how is... many dead babies oh, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I knew it. how many scalpels covered in the blood of unborn innocence <laughs> oh, of, no, of fresh born uh... innocence it's a uh, four blood crying Jesus statues out of five. Oh, there it is. Okay. I can go with that. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's bad. I, don't, I think the story's there. I think it doesn't have that many plot holes. And I think the substance keeps you engaged the entire it's time. It's got some ever. plot holes. Like he gets he gets the fucking crucifixion done. And then like when he snaps out of it, it's not like his fucking hands are in tremendous pain because he has giant holes in his hands. Hey, man. <laughs> You know, I don't know. I, that that kind of bothered me. Fucking adrenaline. He's on adrenaline. He's yeah, and then like he's in the car and he shaved his head. So what? He's a fucking demon hunter now. What the fuck is happening with that? Like he's got the badass aviators on and like he's with Jesus 2.0, bro. He's healed. Oh, dude, the ending. Yeah, when they're driving the jeep. Yeah, that's Just why into the sunset, bro. Oh, I love that. There needs to be. There needs to be a fucking. I'm telling you, Constantine crossover. That'd be fucking sick. I, I was gonna go with more like, yo, you can like team up with Sarah Connor and shit. Why? <laughs> Sarah Connor doesn't fight demons. Why not? Terminator's gonna come through the fucking future to Why? kill the fucking second coming of Jesus. Okay. Duh, Dylan, pay attention. You could say that you could say that about Pride and Prejudice then too. Fucking oh, all of a sudden T one thousand fucking shows up because it could travel through time. <laughs> like, okay. Am I, am I wrong to think that I want that movie now? Pride and Prejudice and Terminator? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, fuck, you got Pride and Prejudice and 
zombies, why not add Terminator to the mix? Yeah, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies and Terminator. <laughs> like, hell yeah, dude. This movie kicks ass. Sign me up for Brought that cavalcade of awfulness, Bay. please. Please. But it has to be Michael Bay. It has to be Michael God Bay. God no damn it. Like motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Yeah, why not? Uh, Fuck it. Go for it. All right. Um, anything else? Any sweet nothings you want to say about this film? Um, uh, I'd probably, if I had to give it a Metacritic score, I'd probably keep it in the upper 70s. Upper 70s, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. We're new, sure. 77, 78, probably. Uh, I, had, I had fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Fun. Uh, it's, another it's update that uh, I forgot is we're going to be at Spooky Empire again. Wada bing, boom. But we're going to have a fucking booth this time. Um, we're going to have some MTS merch. Booth, tell you that. The Gabagool himself will be there. Gonna, the Gabagool himself will be there. Um, we're going to have merch. We're going to have our barf bags exclusive to Spooky Empire. So I don't know what that means. All. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? We don't a even barf bag it. is something that we designed years ago back when we were doing this podcast. And it's just a fun little bag full of random shit that we uh, put in it. So candies and cards. It's a goodie like, bag you like get when you leave Chuck and Cheese. Yeah. But it's also going to have like exclusive prints from Patrick that nude, we're going to get made. and Nude Polaroids of Pat. Yeah. Feet pics. <laughs> on my feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's just a little, little, like a little fun bag that we'll put that, uh, we're going to put together. It's going to look like, so like the concept is it looks like those old school barf bags they used to get for horror movies back in the day. Uh, because they used to use that as like a ad, ad, added promotion. This movie's so grotesque. You're going to feel sick to your stomach. Um, but yeah, ours is going to be full of random shit. We're going to connect with some people, maybe, uh, not, safe collab. Work, not safe for work photos. Yeah. Yeah. Pat's um, going to have a Buffalo Bill shoot. Uh, right there. We're going to be recording live at the Spooky Empire. Uh, so we're going to just be pulling random people from the crowd onto the podcast. Yeah. I got some questions for these nerds. Come on in. Uh, what's your favorite fucking movie? Saul, <laughs> get off our fucking show. Who <laughs> <laughs> are you, Austin? <laughs> No, I, I don't like this. Get out. Get out. I don't like this at all. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm not putting that on uh, there. Get out. So, yeah, that, that's in December. And, uh, you know, it's going to be the last time us boys are going to hang out in person. So, well, for right now. For now. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I just, I just got push <laughs> Don't bug um, everybody out. Come on. But, uh, you know, I think that's it. I think, you know, sorry, this episode's late. It was planned for last week, and you're getting it this week. And let's hope it works. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah, we're trying a new recording method here, and it's up to uh, me. So let's hope. Uh, fingers crossed, my friends. <laughs> fingers crossed. I got my toes crossed and the fingers crossed. Uh, anyways, Balls guys, too. as always, I'm Mike. I'm Pat. I'm Dylan. I'm George. I'm ready for bed. <laughs> Damn, All right, George. guys, we'll see you next week. 